Hello and welcome back again to Everyday Nunadir, a podcast where technical difficulties stop us from achieving our lifelong dreams and goals. <laughs> With me, as always, is guest extraordinaire Pete, who has uh, kindly decided to uh, grace us with his presence after being fed up with the cat in the last episode. Uh, well, hello, Pete. That was me clinking two glasses together in a virtual oh, right. pub. Still in the pub. When, well, okay. can't say we're still in the pub. We've recorded an entire episode that hasn't actually recorded your end in which we were in a yeah. virtual pub. And so anything right, we call okay. back to now, there's a whole discussion of Alton Towers opening up <laughs> in a pandemic and the Mad Max existence that, that would come from. There's a whole thing about our friend Matt who was drinking at 4pm and sort of pretending he didn't have red eyes uh, because when he was at a pint in his hand on an Instagram picture. Uh, what else was there? There's your cat meowing a lot. Because uh, yeah. I'm just putting this all down because we probably will call back to it because it just happened. <laughs> <laughs> so we will probably recall back to... This will either be episode 9 or 10. This should be 10. This is, but... this is episode... T- this is officially in my... Oh my God, I've sat here speaking to you for the better part of half an hour. Yeah. Please God, why number it's 10? quite good actually, though the, the whole 11. bit about my my breakdowns at the end uh, will. Well, be... there wasn't really a whole bit about your breakdown. <laughs> we were just quite... got confused by maths. Yeah, and... so we got confused by maths. But so that so episode nine. If anyone episode ever gets 10. that, no episode no, ten. No, no, this is episode ten. Yeah, but no, no, this it. is episode eleven. <laughs> that was episode ten. <laughs> so episode ten, there is a Japanese bootlegger <laughs> selling that big time, bigly. Not you, Lee. Not saying you're big, but big Lee. Well, um, um, so so there's a there's a big time bootlegger. That's going to be a massive thing in the underground markets, overground markets. Um, Just about the, the lost episode uh, of the um, uh, whatever the hell this podcast. Considering is called, this is this is episode eleven, the fact that we already now at. Actually, no, because there is a episode. We've zero. missed another episode. So yeah, this is what, technically yeah. it's episode twelve. We we already have two lost episodes, which is the Christmas yeah, episode. <laughs> Christmas episode. What the hell were we doing? Like two. No, no, that was that was me. Bastards. That was me and Matt. That was when you didn't show up. Uh, oh, well, you yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, two, two in the guys of a uh, uh, northern Scottish. We're not going to revisit that anyway. That's that a lost all, episode. yeah. It was <laughs> That's all we're doing now. We're just like re-fucking living stuff we recorded four years ago. But anyway, the last episode was absolutely fucking excellent. Sound mm. quality was top notch. Mm. Uh, there wasn't a cat meowing for twenty fucking minutes in my <laughs> ear. Um, yeah, we uh, we didn't kind of flim flam around kind of topical debate in a kind of fairly pedestrian manner. It was just gold, got gold. Sorry, I'm uh, exhaling air. And while I say gold, 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 but um. Uh, just want to start a quick mention is that uh, we are now uh, the number one podcast in Oman. <laughs> and oh, from oh. the next episode, pr- hold on, hold that thought. The next episode onwards, we will be pl- starting the episode. Lee will have a word with me about this after the recording. <laughs> we'll be starting the episodes with uh, the Oman E, the Oman, the Omani, um, the Omanian, yeah, the Oman. Uh, national anthem. Aha, uh-huh, okay. Uh, because we are going to be getting big bucks from the Oman uh, royal family, and we're kind of going to be like whitewashing and laundering their uh, reputation. Well, we have already so discussed might be an like absolute... money laundering anyway. So 
Yeah, so we're going to do it again. <laughs> I don't know. So we might, we will be reputation washing, laundering, uh, the Oman uh, monarchies. Well, yeah, reputation to put it bluntly. Uh, human rights abuses, whatever. Uh, largest largest military expenditure for in any one year for any country in 2016. Why not? Uh, the government gets to choose who the journalists are. Fine. That put that all aside. It's got some bloody good resorts for Westerners to go to. Does it? Uh, Oman, where your dreams come true. Okay. Are you yep, are you looking pause, for a job? We'll I mean, uh, why would you be looking for a job <laughs> in Oman when you're obviously afraid of the sun, like the hot sun? Well, I'm not looking for a job. We're just getting sponsorship. <laughs> oh, I see. So okay, right, yeah. Now, someone, people in Oman are listening to this. Okay, it's beggars belief. <laughs> Unless there's some bizarre internet technical glitch and it just kind of, it's just like a ping. Is that a thing? I think that's a computer a thing. Ping is ping. Ping, pinging is a thing. <laughs> Definitely not yeah. what you're referring to. So someone, so, so, there's a server that you know or something that's being pung <laughs> in Oman. Uh, that that some reason sort of, I'm going to use a technical phrase bounces off mm. the the server every now and you every every nay and you can see every I was quite like with it and sober and normal in the last episode that that's lost to history and now is me blathering shite and this is the one that gets recorded unless Lee fucks up again. Re- <laughs> yeah that that's also uh, what I find the strangest thing about it is that my my technological side of things has failed us. Yeah. Uh, Resulting in the loss. I, I, I think it would be in a bigger thing if it was me that had fucked up. So I'm kind of glad that yeah. you did. Well, no, I, that's fair. That means I would I've, have, got I've definitely the given you a hard time about it. Um, yeah, though, totally. But, like, but, like, but, you know, I've got one in the bank. I've got a fuck up in the bank. So that's quite good. Because mm. um, I can be like, well, because <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, well, you know, I fucked that up. But you did that, you know, that amazing episode that we lost. Um, uh, we're yet to set up uh, an answer phone where people can call up and actually, that, you know, speaking of that answer that phone thing, have you heard that you like Twitter is rolling out a thing where instead of tweets, you you instead of written tweets, you can have audio tweets. Oh God! Um, okay, well no. they're rolling it out. You have to do like a special invite at the moment, <laughs> but it is a thing that you can record really? uh, 140 seconds of voice and, and have that as oh, your tweet. That is all we need in the year 2020. Mm, that's, yeah, I mean, that, you know, the, the people that they invited are the most sort of useless people. I mean, there's like weird Americans. Um, and they're like, don't, oh, my God. Don't like, talk, they're don't. like exactly doing the same thing. It's like, oh, my God, I'm sending my first tweet. It's like, oh, my oh God. God I'm like, yeah. But listening to like their inane voices saying, oh, my God, I'm recording this voice message. I don't really know what to say. Like I am a vacuous soul with nothing to contribute. But to everyone, life. everyone does that. If you look back and if you go back to fa- on Facebook to your like two thousand seven or eight Facebook um, status updates, because yes, kids, Facebook came out when we were at university, not when we were uh, zygots, zygots, or or gametes. Um, we were actually fully formed humans. Um, are you, are you suggesting that like can... people under the age of twenty are? Gametes. <laughs> I mean, there's a joke. I'm sure I can make a joke somewhere there, but I'm not going to. But like, um, no. But you'd have to put something like you'd have to use your name, and it would be like 
So I'm not going to use my name because I don't want to give it away on this, but it was like Lee Bennett is, <laughs> and you have to put like Lee Bennett is, you know, in the bar thinking about the government. Oh, shit, and that's the kind I of remember thing that. that. I yeah. F- fuck, no. Yeah. And you have to talk in the third person and, uh, and you know, no one really realized that Mark Zuckerberg was weird by, you know, sort of like, come on, everyone talking to third person about yourself. Cause that's normal. So we should all do it. But anyway, let's not talk about Mark Zuckerberg again because the, Inverted commas, the podcast before last, uh, we already discussed him. Um, so we got we can't talk about any current affair, current events because we've already just discussed that. <laughs> I didn't feel like going over old ground, even though it's new wait. Ground. Just a clarification: Are we in the pub still or not? Uh, I mean, I think it's moot now. I think okay. you've destroyed the whole pub vibe. All right, your technical okay. flammeries. Right. Well, I mean, like... uh, but what we'll say on. No, no, go. Talk over me all the time, anyway. That was so resigned. That was that was so that yeah, so resigned. It's like go on. All I will say is that on the on the uh, the voice message thing, this is really something I'm running Mm -hmm. with. No one else cares about. (laughs) So I mentioned this to my girlfriend, Mm -hmm. poor soul, and she said, um, she said, oh yeah, I want. No, no, sorry. She listened to like a couple of you know an episode uh, under duress. (laughs) Some. because she well, I'm, you, I'm, I'm not sure she has. She I mean, didn't you say she was in Italy? I see no. Uh... Yes, yeah, it's still not coming up. But so she's using a Spotify account that is a UK account. Oh, so that's what she's pretending is the case. Okay. But um, anyway, so she said, "Oh, I want that answer phone to be available, so I can like phone up and like you know prank." And I'm like, oh, "And you've got my phone <laughs> number. If you want to like prank me and talk sh- shit, talk me." You just like phone my number and leave a message. <laughs> it's, like, it's a bit weird. Um, so she would, but, she, know, she, be... I mean, she would genuinely find useful leaving a, a voice tweet so we could, you know, incorporate that into, uh, into like uh, the last five minutes of, uh, yeah, of like an episode. abusive message. Yeah. That, that, you know, so, so it just be, the thing is, it just be like, you know, uh, yeah, my girlfriend and a few mates just ringing. <laughs> <laughs> tweeting voice messages saying well oh, i mean you know cancel. even if they weren't your mates i imagine they would um do the and same. yeah we get that anyway don't we so yes uh and you know obviously for lee his uh care worker <sighs> anyway uh we, we're not going to go into that um <laughs> right uh well there, there are things that go to what to what do you about. mean Shut what, up, your imaginary care worker there are things to talk about <laughs> this is just Lee's anger of himself for his own errors. It's nothing to do with me. Don't be angry with yourself. I feel your shame. You're not to blame. Um, I've genuinely forgotten what's happened in the past week. Something interesting has happened in this past week, and I can't think of what it is. <laughs> yeah, we're doing this. No. Uh, okay, we had the whole conversation about yeah, bloody interview that Boris Johnson had. Oh, God, yeah. Farage, Farage could be dead from sort of drinking pints in a pub illegally. Uh, oh no, that's what I wanted to talk about. Prince from Andrew, from the United States. Oh shit! <laughs> oh Christ! Do you think we're in the frame of mind? You're like drunk and surly. <laughs> I'm drunk and like mental. You think we're in the right state of mind to discuss like a no, penal ring? The fact that involved the royal family. Bit weird. They've got like. You know, Queen's yeah. got a bit of a weird son. She's got lots of weird sons. Well, at least two of them. I don't know how many kids she has. Um, yeah. She have two or three sons. <laughs> anyway, That's one of them is apparently super weird. But he doesn't sweat. She's got That's sons. I, I know that. Up. 
he said in an interview that he doesn't oh, swear. Okay. So maybe you and Prince we Andrew just talked about SBS in the last fucking episode. and discuss, you know, like your oversweating and his non-sweating. I don't swear. Okay, right. Look, I don't really. I swear. Okay, look. I don't want to take mm. this too low. <laughs> okay. I, no, I'm not. I'm not going to say. I've still got enough. Like, what's it? So I don't. Oh. No, no. I'm not a big sweater. Although, if you Google this, everyone at home listen to this, if you put it in Google, sweating, not excess sweating, normal sweating, is a sign of... Um, <laughs> oh, Christ, sorry. Is a sign of good health. Yeah, but, so basically, you have cardiovascular health, which is weird. Is, you know, good. My back sweats when you record this. It hasn't tonight, buddy. So, you know, I'm <laughs> moving on up. Do, do, do. Nothing can stop my back. Although I did, uh, yeah, <laughs> good enough for you. I did find that Bubba the um, no. I mean, I just you know, it, it occurred to me that like when he did that interview a couple of months ago, and he was like, "I don't sweat. I have a condition from from the Falklands War." A couple of months ago, sorry, whatever. I don't know. A couple of weeks ago, did you just say? Was it? Uh, that was about yeah. I think that was about eight months ago. A lot of news has happened between then that interview. I mean, to be honest, COVID's the best thing that's ever happened to Prince Andrew. <laughs> Why? Because he's going to get it and suddenly, like, kill himself. No, no, just uh, no one's talking about um, him being a sex offender. Right. <laughs> Sorry, well, um, so well, we're talking about a very uh, solemn and disturbing affair uh, about the international paedophile ring. I wasn't playing Bumblebee clips. <laughs> That's the last thing I would do, uh, discussing something of this, of this nature, okay? Actually, that's probably not even being picked up. So. I can hear it, so... Then I thought, yeah, well, you know, that's that. Thing is, we just heard the whole episode where only we heard it. And some, and some apparently really, Japanese that's... people that are, are going to release a bootleg. That wouldn't surprise me, actually. Um, yeah, well, we're big in Oman. In Indonesia, too. Right? Big in Indonesia. This would be the weird thing. Like, imagine if we're, like, big in Oman and just no one knows us here. Imagine that. No one knows us in the UK. How weird would that be? How how, how, how um, difficult would that be to imagine? Uh, and, uh, but, like, massive celebrities in Oman. I'm not really sure what would come of that because I'd be, like, I probably don't want to live there, guys, but I love you. But also, you're afraid of flying, so you wouldn't be able to get there anyway. I mean, you could probably get a train to Oman. Oh, yeah, you probably could, but drive to. I mean, that would drive be a camper oh, van. Just dead DOA. Um, turn up on a nice slab. Because you'd have to go through, like, Syria, probably. I think, yeah. What, by land? Well, I'm sure you can get yeah. boats that kind of pass. The Strait of Hormuz. Well, I mean, like if you took the long way around, you can go around all the bloody Africa. I'd probably be shot down by like you know an American sort of vessel, thinking it's like an Iranian, you know, destroyer or something. That that would actually be fitting with your entire existence, I think. So, <laughs> well, um, that'd be fitting, Mike. Blame blame. Earlier, I actually, will say there were uh, low flying helicopters. Helicopter. Helicopter. I don't know what's going on. Um, helicopter. Um, and I don't know what that is. I'm not, yeah. So, uh, yeah, and I'm, yeah. <laughs> Wait, did we establish whether you were in Sheffield or Brighton? Neither. Right. 
but but like you know my my geographical location is not of anyone's but you know interest i see okay fair enough i just can't remember thing is i'm meant to be in sheffield i'm meant to be in sheffield and i might be in the next few days but i'm moving into a place and i'm getting weird vibes of the person i'm going to be moving in with and i don't know if to move in there even though i have paid the rent and i will lose that money that money is gone (laughs) um so i have to make a decision tomorrow if i'm actually going to not only pay the rent but live there in sheffield (laughs) Not just pay. So I'm just paying rent in places now that I'm not even living in. I'm I'm basically like p bloody diddy. <laughs> uh, if only you were like p diddy, you know, we would. Uh, in some ways, we probably have fewer some... technical difficulties. Yeah, uh, no, I've got you know, I've got some. There's some you know, overlap. Oh really? Tell us the overlap between <laughs> you and p diddy. Other than you know, paying for places that you don't live in. Well, we both collaborate with big fat men. <laughs> really? <laughs> um, that was a joke yeah, against right. you. <laughs> Come on, mate. <laughs> so we both, I'm, and I, you know, I'm not, you know, I, I don't know if you're fat or not. You might be. I'm not going to say you're not because I don't know, but now you might be. You might have become a massive bloater in the last couple of years. That, that is an accurate description. A massive man. But, you know, you know, notorious big i guess but who knows um and uh so both work with uh, men bigger than us let's say <laughs> i don't know what that means uh both bigger of, of bigger girth uh we're both in a way we're both visionaries to some extent um in our fields mm. two cat <laughs> two captains of industry coi uh-huh. couple of cois um and uh both like music fair enough um yeah there you go didn't think i'd get to three did you no i did not think you would get to three i mean but i'm not sure liking music counts (laughs) well i mean you know uh we've both shaved our head in the past all right (laughs) that you can hear lee just like he's like fuck you know what (laughs) get out of this (laughs) I'm I'm actually just looking at a picture of uh, the street in Soho at the moment, (laughs) like live scenes from Soho, and it's uh, heaving, as the kids say. Oh, I thought it was like a a pitch on your mantelpiece of like Soho to remind you of your like youth, Mm -hmm. walking around Soho, getting to know blokes in the area. Uh, just I think I've only ever Soho like, been through Soho like once. Anyway, uh, there's lots of people there, and they're all out drinking, having a good it's, time. It's definitely not gay because he's only been seen to, so, through Soho once. Don't worry, guys. <laughs> I've been to Soho a lot of times, I, I, and I just, uh, was not buggered. No, well, no. I mean, my point being that I just haven't been through Soho. I'd like I, I maybe have been through once. I think I don't know. You've you've been uh, there's what's it there? So whenever you go through, there's like uh, Angels Nightclub, which is one of um, Peter Stringfellow's establishments. I'm sure it's a classy place. Never been inside. There's a joke in that. Oh wait, he's a yep. weird man. Is um, he still alive? I he either died in the great dying off of 2016, uh-huh. or I think. I reckon he's dead because he would have come up on something. What do you mean, come up on something? Yeah. Uh, oh, look, it doesn't even say buried. <laughs> oh, we shouldn't really laugh. Oh, 2018. Buried, the 21st of June, mm. 2018. Spouse, Bella Stringfellow. Bella. That's yeah. the first spouse of three. 
he's you know he's a character. Really. He was a character. I mean, don't the you find that you are yeah. almost a modern Peter Stringfellow without the clubs, without the money, <laughs> fame, uh, and like bevy of women that kind of pretend to like you because you're paying them. Uh, yeah, other than that, <laughs> well, I mean, it sounds about uh, the same as likelihood as you having all that much in common with P Diddy, to be honest. Uh, oh, listen to this line. This is incredible from Peter Stringfellow's Wikipedia. Oh my god! Well, listen to all of this. This is <laughs> on his return to Sheffield. Oh Christ! So on his return to Sheffield, he worked. This is the basis. Imagine this is like my next six months. On his return to Sheffield, he worked briefly in various jobs. While at Dobson's Furnishing Company, he was convicted of selling stolen carpets and served two weeks in Armley Prison, Leeds. In June 1962, in six weeks in Ford Open Prison. Um, what I will say about Ford Open Prison is my uncle spent some time there. <laughs> Literally. Wait, uh, and this this is what would happen to me. After his conviction and imprisonment, he was unable to find regular work. This led to his business and career selling running clubs. Well, it all turned out well then, didn't it? For the, you know, probably... Oh, are you talking about, like, he shipped over. I thought you were talking about your uncle. Yeah, I'm not talking about my uncle. <laughs> is your uncle he started strip clubs. <laughs> that's weird isn't it? my uncle stole carpets and ended up being convicted in Leeds and then going to fucking Ford open prison um, so no my uncle is uh, not at Her Majesty's Ledger Le- Ledger Leisure anymore Leisure as the Americans would say mm-hmm. bloody idiot um, okay well that thank you for that <laughs> family update I think uh, yeah, we're all Definitely excited to hear the next installment of like what's Pete's family done that's not legal, I guess. I don't know. What was he? Oh, no, it's for fraud. Oh. It's not any good. <laughs> this is years ago. So pa- apparently he was, uh, Lee's trying to wind up. I'm not letting it happen. Um, it's only 22 minutes, mate. Um, so he, what I believe it's something like he didn't pay council tax. And the last people you want to not give money to when you're asking it is like government. You know, you obviously thought, well, you know, keep your head down. The government won't know where I am. Um, and he wouldn't pay, wouldn't pay, wouldn't pay. And then I think he was, he went to court and it was like, if you pay like X thousand pounds, you don't have to go to prison. And he asked my dad, his brother, uh, can you pay that money? My dad said yes, but my uncle's wife said no, he's going to prison. which, you know, uh, yeah, which is quite badass, really. She was like, obviously, like, like no, no, he's going to learn his fucking lesson here. Send him down. <laughs> Would you got to respect or something? Um, I had a question. You at least pretend this is no, interesting, Lee. Was... Fucking hell, if you're not finding this, <laughs> you have to pay <laughs> listeners now, aren't we? If you've listened to this, send us an invoice, P.O. box, up yours. We'll fucking reimburse you fifteen quid. Um, no, I have. I just 20. had a multitude of questions, and it's they all sort of struck my brain. Um, and then it occurred to me that okay. I owe the British government cool. money, <laughs> but, I cool. there, but I don't live there. And it's fine. What, what money? Also only, like what kind? No, if you um, got it down on a recording, it means you know you're not going to be indemnifying yourself. Don't worry, mate. No, uh, well, yeah. Um, Taxes. Taxes, yeah, uh, probably about hundred twenty-seven. What else would it be? Just like money for some chips the government bought me. Um, <laughs> no, I uh, 
so when I left the UK, so this was oh. well, this was ten years ago. Uh, the lawyers leaning in. Yeah, I I, uh, I claim my tax back because I didn't work full year, and um, <laughs> they it took them like eight months to actually send me my taxes back, and it was you know it was a fairly sizable chunk of money, it was about fifteen hundred pounds, and then uh, I got a letter about six months later, and they were like, oh, we've accidentally overpaid you. Uh, 127 pounds. Can you uh, send us a check for 127 pounds? And I thought uh, it took yeah. you too long to give me my money, and now you can't ask for it back. So back off. Yeah, it's like that 127 pounds. We've got a like the bolt on a RAF fighter that we're sending to the Saudi Arabians <laughs> to drop bombs on Yemeni children's heads. Mm. That 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 plane is not being finished off because that bolt. Can you send us that 100, 127 pounds? Yeah. It's the same. I mean, but they were like, because like they knew I was living in China and they were genuinely sending <laughs> letters to China being like, really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was like, wow. well, first, it's 127 quids worth of posts. Well, this is the thing. What I found was really funny about it, right? They, they send a letter, but they send a second class post as well. So the date on the letter was <laughs> okay. like, you need to like respond to this by this date. And obviously the, yeah. by the time the letter got to where it was going, it was well past the date, and I was just like, "That was a waste of your time and my time, really." Really, wow, man, that's incredible. Um, so, but I mean, that's why when I go back to the UK, I, well, at least I used to, um, well, obviously, I go back on my British passport. Sweat. But I have a an American driver's license, so if I need to rent a car, I'd use my American <laughs> driver's license. Um, right. What do you think the feds are going to like smash through your windows? You know what? In the state of the British Home Office and the government (laughs) generally, it wouldn't fucking surprise me. I mean, the worst that happens is you get barred from the UK, which in a way is a kind of, you know, they're doing you a favour if they ban you from the country. They can't, what, they're going to strip my British citizenship over 127 quid? (laughs) Well, that could be, this could be a slippery slope when they, you know, stripped the woman who went and fought for ISIS. Yeah, starts with that that's what campaign well that's the funny thing where at the time it's like yeah well that's like that was the argument against stripping her it's like well you know it's a sort of abomination you can't re-strip people for whatever strip people's um citizenship for whatever um but you know supporting isis fighting for isis 127 quid withheld (laughs) it's all a it's all illegal mate well, yeah, I guess they're, you know, I'm, yeah, it's breaking but genuinely, the law's I, I the law. See, you know, there's a sort of pettiness at the heart of the British government when it comes to people not doing what they want. I mean, I've, I've, I've had like, if you, so have you ever had a tax rebate? This is the tax and income <laughs> special, by the way. Christ. But uh, the, the tax rebate thing is always, is like, it was incredible. And like, the thing is, is I've had like a couple of tax rebates and I'm, I like received them and I'm like, when the hell was I working? <laughs> I was like, I like open these up and I'm like, what? When the fuck did I like earn like enough that this is the amount that I'm getting, or that I was working long enough to like them to like fuck up the the actual like paye or whatever? It's incredible. Um, but there you go. I mean, the first job I ever had, uh, I um, didn't work a single day and I was paid a month's wage. <laughs> so, Wait, and then what? Did you have times. to give that money back? Yeah, yeah, okay, because I'm a good Sebastian, sure. <laughs> fucking idiot. Of course I didn't fucking give it back, you muppet. No, it was it was, it was a big um, debate amongst like friends and family at the time. It's like, do you give it back? Do you not? And I fell onto the side of like, look, it's like a conglomerate. It was like 
home <laughs> base, which I think is now Sainsbury's home base. It wasn't like a small business yeah. or something. And I'm like, if they're fucking done, it's like a th- idiot, an idiot tax. And that if they're dumb enough to pay me and I haven't even walked in the door, I literally went to an interview and they paid me for my mum's wages. <laughs> so when I went, after I went to the interview, they must have put me on the payroll. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that guy who was the manager who obviously employed me and then put, had me put on payroll and all that kind of he probably lost his job. His wife left him. His kids don't want to talk to him because they ruined his life because they had to leave like the better school they were in. Uh, he went to counselling. Three years of that. Um, a whole thing when he's on a ledge at some point because he just couldn't take it anymore. Uh, his wife still wouldn't talk to him. His kids don't really. Uh, he joined the church. He's reborn. Um, got baptised. Realised he was gay, met his partner David. They had a civil, <laughs> civil wedding or whatever the hell it is. Uh, now they're very happy and they live in Hove together. Uh, and that's all because I couldn't be asked to work at home base <laughs> in two thousand and two. But wait, wait so, so I, like, did you not even go in for like a day? Nah, that's that, that's for uh, that's for schmucks, mate. But how did they have like your going in for day one? Like, I'm genuinely curious about this now. Yeah, yeah. So, so I had the interview, and uh, I think they, you know, they told me that I had a job. I guess over the phone or something, and they sent me a load of bump in the post where I sent, you know, filled in my bank details, national insurance number, whatever, uh, and then I, I I didn't recall them to say I'm not coming in. I just did not go in, and. Um, Lo and behold, a month later, and this is yeah, they sent the the weird thing is they sent the check in the post, <laughs> um, and I think they paid like directly into my account, but it was just obviously you know they sent me sort of the paycheck like so so sort of like well he hasn't been in and uh, uh, and we know where he lives, but uh, we're not going to follow that up. We'll just uh, send him the check. It's, it's very odd. But boy, what an operation it was at home base. How much did you get? Well, it couldn't have been more than what, 500 quid? Oh, no, no, no. It's more than that, definitely. In 2002? I think it was in the region. Yeah, this is 2002, and I would have been like 16, 17 or something. 16, probably. And minimum, yeah, probably minimum wage in 2001 or two, yeah. So that's like fuck all. And it, I think, from what I remember, it was the seven hundred quid mark. Interesting. Can you imagine what? Yeah, I could have basically put that in a tracker account, and I would have <laughs> made millions off the back of that. Uh, but I probably, you know, spunked it on FHMs, and uh, I don't know, Scooby snacks. Scooby snacks. <laughs> well, you, you never smoke weed, though. Doobies, no. I, li- I don't think I knew what a Scooby snack was until I was about 28. <laughs> I used to just watch, I used to watch the fun loving criminals like music video and go, what are they? Is- are they talking about weed or not? And that was like a mystery for me until I was about 30. I still am actually not totally sure. Huey, if you're listening, give us a call. You can get the number off my girlfriend. Interesting. Um, and then, okay. So have you ever had a proper job? Yeah. Yeah. I've had proper jobs. Yeah. Well, it depends what you mean by proper in terms of like if you work for like education establishments and like councils and things. Yeah, calling it work is very, that's a bit of a misnomer. Uh-huh. And, and Did that, you and do that, anything while you were employed <laughs> by other people? 
Not really. I mean, you know, this is the thing when sort of like, I mean, I'm all I'm all in support of public sector workers, but what the fuck do you do? <laughs> Outside of frontline workers. So it's like nurses, doctors, people cleaning the streets. Yeah, it's like essential work that we're all like, we can see what you've done. Mm. Thank Christ you're doing it. Back office people in, in you know, sort of local government, whatever sort of you like. What? Literally, like, I don't know, if you could automate it tomorrow, I'd just be like, yeah, do it, because this is just mm. shit. But that's a sort of, like, you know, you need the uh, uh, pencil-pushing apparatchiks to do something, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Isn't that essentially what the entire, like, sort of British establishment is, just basically um, a bunch of random people possibly doing something, but nobody's entirely sure what? No, maybe. I mean, but there's a certain level where you just like... I mean, I remember when I yeah, when I worked for the council in Brighton Hove, there was a major, like, gallows humour because uh, the working conditions were so crap and, like, you kind of... They were cutting people's jobs all the time mm. and they were taking on temp workers. So you'd have that thing where people on contracts were kind of... Yeah, they'd be like, get on with the people who are doing temp work, but they knew that the temp work workers were being brought in to kind of undermine the... Uh, mm. Yeah, long-term contracted people and so that there'd be a little bit of a even if you got a friends with them and stuff they're like kind of keep information and knowledge to themselves because like man if i give this up to the temp staff obviously then they can just get rid of me and only have temp staff um and it was just like i don't know you, do, you basically going to work every day going i'm not doing anything of any value whatsoever um and this is completely pointless but you know, and I'm getting my ex an hour money and then leaving, and it's just completely. You can't even sit there and go, okay, well, people have eaten dinner. So I know that <laughs> I did work, served people their food, and they ate dinner uh, or anything like that. It's just like, what the fuck? Have I, I've done like mm. literally FA. But I mean, that's the thing. Really... Like, I used to work for the NHS doing Someone's that. got to do FA. And like, it, there was some sort of value in it, I guess. PPE ordering. But, yeah, sure. Although the yeah. Yeah, NHS is a massive bureaucracy as well. I'm not that's not I'm not turning into like a right wing <laughs> cut the NHS. <laughs> We're starting a new a bold new vision for this podcast. It's me as a massive reactionary talking about how we gotta get rid of Do you actually do you remember um on Fox they used to have um was it Hannity Han- and Combs? Sean Hannity, I don't know if that was a comment. Yeah. And Alan Alan Combs, yeah, you don't you don't, you don't remember that? Oh. I'm quite surprised. It's like at the height of the Bush era and stuff. You'd have like this kind of like liberal. So Hannity was this like all American steak and butter <laughs> guy. I just made that up as a thing. And then Alan Combs was like, to put it in a nice way, the runt of whatever. No, but I thought that like because I know yeah. Tucker Carlson came from Crossfire. Uh, which was the same. Yeah, so yeah, but so he was a right winger. But Alan Combs is kind of like an ostensible left winger, but he's on the he's taking All Fox right. money, fucking dollar at the height of like George Bush sort of uh, pr- prosecuting yeah. work, the war in Iraq and everything. Prosecuting, pers- yeah, the war in Iraq. So you kind of like you could go if I was a real like liberal or centre left, I might not do that. But there's a thing of like the weedy dweeby one sat next to Hannity. It was like, oh yeah, like the alpha male right winger. And uh, I guess we could uh, repurpose that vehicle, and I'm the Alpha, and you're the uh, yeah, Alan Combs. <laughs> Combs, Alan? No, I'm joking. 
you're, you're cozy. And I'm, yeah, I could see you as a, you know, you know, not now sure you've hit I don't, 35. Uh, you know, you have this sort of just shouting down sort of swing to from being a sort of vegan hippie lefty <laughs> to uh, you know steak and butter. I absolutely you're not a hippie, thank you. Yeah, steak and butter, <laughs> steak and butter. Like <laughs> it's called in German, steak and, <laughs> and butter. Never mind. Uh, but yeah, anyway, yeah. So uh, we we could do that. We yeah, we should do like a parody version of that at some point, where it's like one of us is the yeah. Well, we could discuss this off the fucking podcast, but like one of us is the sort of lefty. Was right, but um, yeah, those are good times. And, uh, <laughs> oh Christ! Um, oh, what are we talking about? Me working at the council. <laughs> Actually, I tell you what. So when I was working at the council. <laughs> Listen to this, kids. Lee will be long gone by the end of this anecdote. It will be taking the shit or something. Um, when I was working at council, they were stripping out all the asbestos they found in the building, right? And I remember, like, I was working like a pregnant woman. <laughs> Wait, you were working a pregnant woman, or were you working like a pregnant? Woman? I was working with a pregnant woman. With a Come pregnant on, woman. Just rise above that. I wasn't working a pregnant woman. I haven't done that for weeks. No. <laughs> no, so I was working with a pregnant woman, and like we were a bit concerned because like they're doing, they're doing, they're ripping out fucking asbestos in the building we work in, yeah. and it's like you know like we're living, so we don't want to live anymore. Like we know how awful life is, but this woman's full of the future, the children of men, baby, that might save us. So we kind of were like concerned about that, and they came back saying, "Oh, you know, don't worry about it. It's completely fine." <laughs> blah blah blah. And I remember I, so obviously I worked in IT because I'm an IT whiz kid, <laughs> as everyone knows. And I was I used to have to minute the IT management's weekly meeting, okay. And when they were talking about, I don't know, server stacks and things like that, I was just like, "What the hell are they on about?" So I didn't even know, like. 70% of what they discussed in those meetings that I had to admit it, I had no idea what they were talking about, right? And I remember being in one of the meetings and there was this like guy who kind of had this sort of vibe of like, oh, my wife kicked me out and I sleep on the sofa in a bedsit every night, yeah? He was one of the managers in the IT. And I remember him looking out the window and there was these guys like ripping stuff out from the roof in hazmat suits, yeah? I guess ripping out <laughs> asbestos and him saying... How come they're ripping out asbestos so we've got the windows open <laughs> and they're in hazmat suits? <laughs> and I'm pretty sure in about 15 years I'm going to find out the the long answer to that uh, in terms of emphysema and other breathing difficulties. And every so often I do think about that and think, fuck me. <laughs> um, I probably won't be able to breathe at the age of about 50. Well, I mean, you know, you've had, well, like I, this again, this is, you know, if we re- re- go back to the episode we had a couple of weeks ago where we were discussing how you spread COVID <laughs> everywhere. Um, the yeah. reason I was c- partly curious about your test and whether to see if you notice any sort of long-term reaction to it, because I have heard that like you lose something like 30% of your lung capacity after you get it in some cases. Um, so you know if you've like if you've yeah, done that, I would say I do. Had, I do have a thing where uh, yeah, emphasis no, no uh, asbestos poisoning on top. <laughs> then um... well, it's not really poisoning. Basically, you just get this substance in your lungs that over time breaks down the like I think it fills up or breaks down the what the um, 
bronchial tubes or something, and then you get to a point where you just can't breathe anymore because the air can't pass through them. But um, uh, I a, a couple of years ago, so essentially poisoning. But you know, you're just going to be technical. I mean, well, a couple of years ago, I was having casual sex with a woman who, <laughs> right. who wait, whose dad died from asbestos poisoning, right? And the uh, the upshot of this, his death and the asbestos poisoning was she lived in a massive house uh-huh. in quite a, quite an expensive area. Okay. <laughs> this sounds quite uh, <laughs> really have no idea where this taste. story is going, to be honest. No, but just in the sense of like good things come out of terrible situations. But you having emphysema or... Yeah, but we won't know that for like 20 years. Right, I see. And who will benefit from that? Um well, the if podcast. I have a child in that time, no, no, I think yeah, the podcast. The podcast. Ma- imagine the podcast is like who's named in my will. <laughs> so not you as a person, as like a human being, it'd be like you know yeah, an actual trust for everyday new to dear. Um, well, at least like my child, Leibovitz pays in technically. Um, not really. I mean, you can only use it for funding the recording, like so equipment. Um, yeah, but I mean, obviously, she'll need to. She she'll have to help. She'll be like the producer, but she'll need to produce in a big, expensive house in the countryside. But what are you saying? You'll just continue the podcast, like, but just with you, not with me, and you'll be on there your own. Something like that. I don't know. We'll get a guest. We'll get a new guest <laughs> every week. We'll get a new uh, permanent. Yeah, that, I mean, that that would that would freshen it up rather than me just saying the same old <laughs> fucking shit every week. Um, but I mean, I, you know. These days, you get top dollar from that kind of thing happening, and especially if it's to happen in like tw- like. This. So I was working there in twenty thirteen ish, so absolutely one hundred percent aware of what you know the, the risk of asbestos. So it's not like oh you know someone in the seventies or eighties or whatever. Uh, that would be a huge payout. Um, and uh, after this, we'll see actually if between this podcast and next, my uh, girlfriend proposes to me. <laughs> On the on the knowledge, I might be getting massive asbestos payouts over the next ten years. <laughs> well, I mean, like you say that, but I mean, there's. Um, uh, I'd like to think that you know, like I got cancer from like oh, yeah. teffel poisoning, um, because that's the thing. I got what teffel? Teffel, like you know the uh, whoa, whoa, non-stick, whoa, 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 non-stick pants. Whoa, 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 back up, sunshine. <laughs> teffel teaching of English as a foreign language, or you mean Teflon? <laughs> No, Teflon. What? <laughs> yeah, Teflon. Teflon was a fucking oh, English course. Te- teaching yeah, it teflon, as a foreign language. But it's also known as Teflon. Oh, my good Lord. Don't don't you dare edit that out, because that is a level of cretendom. <laughs> no, literally, the brand that is, is called Teflon. That's T-E-F-A-L. No, it's... Wait, hang oh, on, Google, there's Teflon. Teflorg, accredited Teflon certification. Teach English as a foreign language online and abroad. Teflon.com. How are you English language that? teaching worldwide? Teflon Academy. Teflon is. Uh, can you imagine if I accidentally clicked off on the <laughs> on the recording now? <laughs> you, you go eight. Hey. Uh, uh, no, no. Teflon. Global Teflon language. Nothing. Teflon. So yeah, you're. All right, I'm um, on a website that says a spokesman for Teflon says Teflon pans have a non-stick coating that is made from an inert substance <laughs> called PDFE, <laughs> which is totally harmless in the rare cases of ingestion. I, I thought I thought that was what you, I thought that's what you're calling it. To- it's called like it's an acronym <laughs> for totally harmless when, <laughs> when licked. 
totally harm T E H L totally harmless, Wendy. Uh so yeah, I mean every human body in the world as it stands today is full of mm. um yeah. dioxins, yeah. From I think is well, mainly from consumption of animals and product like industrial processes. And the only way you can get and those dioxins cause cancer, and the only way you can get those cat those cancer causing dioxins out of the human body is through uh lactation. So mm-hmm. you and I can't do that, really, sadly. But obviously uh ladies can. And uh but what were they doing when they lactate? They're breastfeeding um children apart from on very, <laughs> very particular websites niche websites but mostly 99% of the time has no knowledge (laughs) the most time they are obviously uh breastfeeding children and the dioxins leave their body it's the only way the dioxins can leave the body is through lactation to their offspring so everyone born on earth now has cancer causing dioxins even if they've been around for one week on the planet which is uh quite depressing really it's almost as depressing as working for brighton hope city council (laughs) well on that note, I think we should uh, end it there. Um, but no, uh, but uh, uh, yeah. Tefl, which is part of Teflon, yep. not a language course. Tefl, we're now sponsored by <laughs> Tefl, Teflon, Dioxins, Asbestos, the Asbestos Corporation, from uh, what they called, um, oh, what was that company that blew up in India? Oh, uh, is it DuPont? No, Dow Chemicals. Yeah, uh, Dow Chemical was sponsored by Dow Chemicals. <laughs> That's our new sponsorship. <laughs> Which I think is owned by DuPont. Yeah, now. so DuPont, uh, big sponsors there. The um, And DuPont, well, DuPont created. Uh, yeah, and the absolute monarchy of Oman. Um, and Didn't we talk about Prince Andrew at some point? Prince Andrew, he's chucked a few quid in our way <laughs> and said just, you know, keep it, keep off the topic. I've done that tonight, Miss Sir Andrew. So I hope that's, you know, that's uh, appreciated. Um and yeah, if you wanna, if you're a dictator listening to this, or just a dick, um, <laughs> we offer money. Laundering we we you can. We're not laundering. We just pay us, and we will make sure that yeah, we'll we'll kind of allude to your situation like we did with the you know royal uh, Prince Andrew, uh, and then we'll quickly move away from that. Kind of giving it a, an idea that you know, look, it's not of interest. Who cares? Um. Uh, yeah, and, and you can just think, well, like you know, it's out there in society, but no one really cares of it. About is it is it about <laughs> what? <laughs> Spit it out, Pete! Come on, fuck's sake! No, I just heard my own accent and my and how I sound when I talk. I just thought I just like gave up because <laughs> I was like, God, I sound awful. All right. Well, on that note, we have your been, did your chair just this, break? Could you just let this, one off? This podcast is well. This has been he's a very like, weird. He's just going to build day. those through. This is very weird. This is very weird and total. Um, but uh, you know, this is what happens when you have a lost episode so on that note we shall say cheerio goodbye say goodbye pete alveda zane alveda zane bonsoir and uh yeah keep on tracking kids all right and be sure to follow the podcast on all major social media platforms and stuff like that anyway goodbye i wouldn't bother